set. Places, everybody. And action. Okay. Is it recording? Yep, we're recording. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hi. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week, this week's episode, we're discussing Dog Day Afternoon from 1975, directed by Sidney Lumet. So guys, we want to take a minute to welcome you back to another episode of Black Girl Film Club. Um, thank you guys for listening to us. Um We've been a little behind on our recording, um, had some things going on, but hopefully in the month of May, we'll be all caught up and back on schedule. Um, So, Ashley, I think we talked a little bit about how we came up up with picking Dog Day Afternoon because we paired it with Set It Off. So, yeah. Yeah, it was from a theater in Brooklyn. I mentioned it in the last episode and on the uh, the Twitter, the Twitter, <laughs> the show's Twitter, <laughs> that um, there's a theater in Brooklyn, I call, I think it's called BAM, B-A-M, um, that kind of advertises as a double feature. And I saw it and I kind of, you know, wrote it down on our little list just as like, because it was like an interesting comparison. Um. And then, yeah, I mean, not too much, like, went, <laughs> too much thought went into it. <laughs> I just thought it was, like, an interesting comparison, because it's not two movies that you usually hear right next to each other at mm-hmm. any given time. Um, so, yeah, um, I mean, it's been a while since we actually watched this movie. <laughs> yeah, so I know I'm a little foggy on some of the details. I'm definitely so... foggy. I went on vacation and all kinds of shit. Like, I don't remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like a month and a half, I think, since we watched this. Because <laughs> I watched this the same weekend I watched Set It Off. Oh, yeah, me too. I watched it in like two days. Right. Yeah, I watched like Set It Off and then I watched Dog Day Afternoon the next day. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Damn. Right. Okay. Right. So, like, <laughs> it's been a minute. So, we might be a little foggy, y'all, but, like, I mean, we're here. And you enjoy us enough to listen to at least, like, the first five minutes of the podcast. So, Thank you for those clicks, man. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it. So, you know, we're going to give you the hashtag content that you enjoy, which is, like, <laughs> two dumbasses talking about movies. Yay! <laughs> Our brand. Our brand. <laughs> Okay. Um, So I was doing a little bit of research on this movie because I have never seen Dog Day Afternoon ever. Um, And I actually like, of course, I've heard about it because it's a part of pop culture. But I heard about it prior to like at suggesting it, um, listening to another like true crime podcast that had it as like a feature episode on true crime stories that inspired movies. So mm-hmm. if you, the name of the podcast is once upon a crime. Um, that's really interesting. Um, the way that the podcast is structured, it's structured in like 
chapters mm-hmm. where like the hosts will pick a theme for a month and each um episode falls under the theme so i feel like um during this particular part it was like um oscar like oscar season yeah so they were talking about like movies based on true crime events so dog day afternoon was featured and i was like what that was that really happened so i went and looked it up and this is definitely based on an event that happened back in the 70s mm-hmm. um and it is an interesting tale um it's so much man it like we both did our like independent research on the actual event and we're both like what the fuck is the truth because <laughs> it's a lot of conflicting information right out it's, here even from the the guy who this story is about like it's like like one minute he's like no this didn't happen but yeah this is a good movie but this is bullshit but like, like, can you decide please like he's like the most unreliable like narrator even though he was the one i think most people would probably get their information from because he's a primary other, resource. Right. I don't see any other accounts. Like, I didn't read any other accounts from, like, any of the people, like, the tellers or any, like, cops involved or any of that. So I don't know, like, what, you know, you know, there's, like, you know, there's two sides and then the truth kind of thing. But I don't know if we'll ever actually get the real truth <laughs> from anybody. <laughs> I feel like it's just kind of, like, I definitely wouldn't take this movie into, like, full-on like hard truth because I mean, obviously it's a movie and it's been jazzed up, you know, but, um, definitely when you like read his story, you like, or watch as Brittany did, like, mm, <laughs> it's just so girl. much that happens. <laughs> he was a fucking mess, man. He, he was. Okay. So like the basics of the entire story is, um, the what I enjoyed about the movie is that the entire movie kind of takes place on one day, mm-hmm. um, which is something you don't really find a lot of movies happening in like twenty four hours. Because uh-huh. I feel like we also went through like a couple movies because I was like, "Hey Ashley, what movies happen in one day?" And we had like a little list of that, and I don't know if this was featured on that list, but. I know, I know we picked Friday. That's probably the one we know the best. Um, there's also Go. And, and Tangerine. Few, tangerine, yeah. And tangerine, oh, we have to do Tangerine one of these days. I keep forgetting. Um, but there's, I mean, there's a few. Sometimes I don't do it very well. <laughs> and sometimes, like, there's been a few that I didn't even realize happened in one day. Like, Go, I forgot happened in, in one day. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if it's it's... I don't know if there's been any really recent ones since probably Tangerine. That might be the most recent one that I remember personally. Um, but yeah, it does kind of get, I mean, it is a bank heist and use those usually don't, and like a hostage situation and those don't usually last longer than I would say like two days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so the story of the movie is about, uh, these guys that go into a bank and hold uh, 
start a robbery that is not well planned at all and (laughs) it turns into a hostage situation um a lot of other things happen along the way but that's what the the movie is about um so let's talk about like the the title of the movie dog day afternoon it happens on like a august afternoon and when i was reading like it had a different name it was supposed to be like the name of the article it was based on cuz the article um the story about the robbery was featured in life magazine mm-hmm. um and it was called the boys in the bank which i mean that could have been like a cute movie I don't know. Honestly. I feel like it's like, weird. The like boys the boys in the, in the bank. Yeah. I don't know what I was supposed to see. Like, I don't know what movie that would be. <laughs> like, what content would that be? It almost I mean, it, it would be a less good movie, but it could have been. It would, it would star Dustin Hoffman. But <laughs> yeah. So in our research, apparently that, uh, that Britney did, um, <laughs> Petite King's Al Pacino and well, I don't know if we count Dustin Hoffman as a petite king, but we count Al Pacino. But they're both petite um, men. They apparently had a rivalry in the seventies, or at least in their early careers. Hmm. Um. I mean, I don't really know what to say about all that. I definitely know who I go up for more than the other. And so, like Al Pacino didn't want to take this role. Because he didn't want to play Sonny in Dog Day Afternoon because he was tight, like kind of exhausted from playing these kind of like wound up characters. Um, I bet. Because- I know that has to be so much like like work, and that probably takes a lot of energy to just be pit, like go from zero to sixty all the time. Because I feel like that's what he's kind of known for in a lot of yeah. the, like most famous roles. He just got yeah. that weird kind of like those big bug eyes. Like every time he starts to bug his eyes out, I'm like, oh shit, we about to get a performance, y'all. Because <laughs> that happens he... in the Godfather. There's a scene in the Godfather where he looks at, I think he looks at Kay or somebody. And he looks at her like, I'm about to fucking like rip you from limb by limb. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> brace yourselves, oh motherfuckers, brace yourselves. I've never seen the Godfather. Okay. Ever. I, I knew this would come up, and I will say this that. Most movies that get a lot of praise by film bros are not good. But I will say that The Godfather and The Godfather Part 2 are some of my favorite movies, especially The Godfather Part 2. Best sequel ever. Um, and he's like so good because it's not really... I think a lot of people who see mobster movies, um, because of the way they're like sort of portrayed in like popular culture, a lot of people kind of get the idea that they're praising the life of like mobsters and stuff like that and they're praising murder and all those kinds of, but really it's kind of like a, a really uh really long drawn out tragedy <laughs> of the of the Corleone family and you kind of see uh Al Pacino's character Michael go from like a sweet kind of like um quiet guy a little bit of a rebellious streak he's been like in the war and you see him just turn into this like monster who's like consumed by like paranoia and you know can't trust his family, can't trust anybody else like that works for him and stuff. And it's it's sad, but it's a really good performance. I love it personally. Um, 
I don't know if we'll ever do that movie because that's a long, that's a long couple movies. But, um, but yeah, he's kind of known for that. So I can see why he would be kind of like, uh, like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do anything relating to crime or being, uh, extraordinarily pissed off and, and yelly. <laughs> he, like, I, I was this, I think, is this between Godfather movies or, um, after. Okay. Godfather so, was 72 and Godfather Part 2 was 74. Okay. I acknowledge the third one. I've never seen the third one. I probably never will. Okay. <laughs> so Baby Boy was tired. And he was like, I do not want to do this. I just want to take a break. I'm tired of being like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he <laughs> he was like, I'm over it. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that right now. I'm tired. And so they offered Dustin Hoffman the role, and he was like, skirt, skirt, wait a minute. Y'all giving it to who? And he changed his mind. It was like, no, it's my role. Um, <laughs> just because, like, they just hinted that it might go to Dustin Hoffman. Al Pacino changed his, his entire, like, thing and wanted the role back. So the Boys in the Bank starring Dustin Hoffman could have happened. Um, but instead, we have Dog Day Afternoon starring Al Pacino. Um, and what, like, I don't know. I honestly, like, I'm going to be upfront with everybody right now. I don't know how I feel about the movie overall. I felt like Al Pacino, of course, he gave a good performance because this man is an actor like he's an actor like Mm -hmm. he could do whatever like he could just stick his face in like a pile of coke and that's just his thing and i've never i've also never seen scarface like oh come on you know what actually i brian de palma (laughs) that's where i kind of like stopped because i was like you're not doing like weird horror stuff anymore so i'm a little done with that brian Mm, we're gonna have to take a break brian okay (laughs) (laughs) um but like maybe i'm not colored because i have never seen scarface i I don't i just watched it like last year it took me like a couple tries because it is like a little bit of a long movie and you know how i feel about really long movies (laughs) so it took me a while um but yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. But I can see, like, this movie is kind of weird because I feel like it takes a long time. And there's a lot of, like, back and forth between, like, is, are we outside or are we inside? You know, the no- negotiations part, too, of hot situations are usually, like, long. the boring shit. Ugh. Oh, that took a long time. Right. <laughs> and, I mean... I think there are parts of this movie that are really, really good. There's parts of the movie that I'm like, oh, you could have maybe edited that a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can see like how you'd have like mixed feelings about it. Like I love like the inner introduction of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like the like you're setting up the mood of the movie with the like shots from like everyday life. Like this is just a regular day in August in New York in the 70s. Like mm-hmm. this is what it looks like. It looks hot. Everybody looks musty. Everybody looks tired. Like, you can feel the heat. Like, it ain't no AC, bitch. Like, it just (laughs) is hot. It's hot. We tired. Like, we can't wait until we get a cool little breeze. Like, you could feel the tension 
you could you could just sense it. Like I felt like I felt that feeling mm-hmm. from the intro. And I like that. Like I was like, okay, I'm in it. I'm in it now. I'm in it. Right. And I I liked how the movie honestly just got going. Like there was no real setup in terms of really taking time to introduce the characters before they were in their action. Yeah. Because we meet them. We meet Sonny and Sal and fuck ass Stevie <laughs> in the bank. Like we meet them in an attempt to rob a bank. Mm-hmm. And I thought like that was super cool. Like they are getting the film going. Like it's starting off already. Like we're like five minutes in. They're going for it. Right, yeah, because we don't even know, like, why they're there, how long they've been doing this. We don't know, like, um, we don't know anything about really any of them. Um, And, like, some of it we do find out more over time. Like, it comes out through, like, the negotiations and that kind of stuff. At least for it does for Sunny. Um, But, yeah, like, I I appreciate that they didn't really take too much... um, setting up in the early stages so you like you know like like this is what we this is what you came for (laughs) you came for a heist bitch and we're here (laughs) i think just some parts after that kind of take a while time to sort of come together um but yeah and i i saw this movie before like i've seen this one i would say i watched it i don't know i know i watched it when i was in school um back in the mega video days again so <laughs> and i'm starting to think that every time i actually the, the cops gonna come arrest you bruh mega you video say, is no longer mega around. video four four more times they will I, be at your door <laughs> mega video is no longer around you cannot do that to me i will not, I will not have this um, ashley gonna download a pizza and <laughs> and at this point i would download a pizza i really would <laughs> i haven't eaten since like two o'clock Uh, but yeah um so i don't remember a lot of the the details that happened in this movie from like that first time because i was like i thought i knew the story um and then i was like okay yeah like i'm watching it and i'm like oh no this is not what i thought (laughs) i don't remember this part happening at all this whole characters and scenes i don't even remember um happening or existing in this movie um but yeah, so I guess we can. Do you want to get into the story, or do you want to talk about the crazy shit that you that you researched? Um, let's talk about the story, and then okay. we can sprinkle in what I've learned from the documentary. Sprinkle in a little razzle dazzle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so what Brittany said, yeah, it's like three guys come and try to rob a bank. Beautiful young petite Alfredo Patino. Um, and he's like <laughs> shooting this bitch up. <laughs> Can we talk real fast about how Alfredo Pacino is a, a beautiful petite king? Um, we're gonna start a side podcast called Petite Kings. <laughs> what does we say? He was five seven. Not that I have I, any bearing. He's just short. <laughs> but it's okay. We love our petite kings around here. I fucking love Al Pacino, okay? Like, I'd watch any movie. Well, not any movie. But I'd watch... <laughs> I think would he's a you actor, wa- as Brittany said. So Would I think you hard- watch Jack and Jill star Adam Sandler for that Dunkin' Donuts Al Pacino, Al Cappuccino thing? 
clip, whatever that was I saw. And I was like, am I dying? Like, did I die and go to hell? Is this what was happening? I'm sorry. I need to Google this. What are you talking about? What are you saying? You didn't see the Al Pacino, Dunkin' Donuts, Cappuccino, Al Pacino, Cappuccino, whatever Pacino thing clip from Jack and Jill? You never... You never no. saw it? No, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Dunkachino? Yeah, Dunkachino. There we go. Oh, there we go. It's him dancing around in a Dunkin' Donuts talking about a Dunkachino. And. <laughs> the- oh, no. Oh, no. But this is actual commercial. No, it's from an Adam Sandler movie. Okay, they make it sound like it's an actual commercial. Okay. No. I mean, in the world of Adam Sandler, yes, it's a real one. He's wearing... Okay, I Oh, my know. God, Ashley, wait. I've seen that movie. I feel like you have because you said Adam <laughs> Sandler. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I told on myself, but <laughs> you didn't have to double down on it. <laughs> I don't really. I'm, I'm, I'm not really well versed in Adam Sandler movies. I will be completely honest with you. So when you mentioned it, I was like, oh, okay. It sounds like her wheelhouse. <laughs> don't, yeah. I'm not so, gonna. I just so told sorry. on myself. So anyway, let's keep it moving. Let's. I'm so, I'm let's so embrace sorry, this. But I want to talk about this donut shirt he's wearing. <laughs> I hope this is a gif. I mean, probably. It's been on the I, internet for several years, so. I'm upset that I've never seen this. And I'm I'm actually upset that I have seen this now. I haven't even clicked play. I won't be clicking play. I don't need my, um, I don't need to sully. Alpacino's a good name like that. He already sullied it himself. You get, I'm going to get you a Dunkachino. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Well, I just wanted to say that, um, <laughs> 1970s Al Pacino is a vision and um yes <laughs> yes absolutely um so basically in the story like Brittany said there is no really true setup aside from the fact that they kind of established like the scenery of like 1970s New York which I love um I feel like 70s movies are kind of I don't know why I just kind of like I started to gravitate more to to them um more than like any other decade and maybe it is like the sort of griminess of because like everything looks one dusty everybody looks musty and everything looks like it's like lightly dusted with cocaine (laughs) that's like the appeal like you know every every surface every surface everybody is light like just a little sprinkle of coke on it just a little that's just just a little sprinkle of coke and (laughs) like when you watch movies like this you know like son of sam is out there like there's a lot of shit happening it's like post vietnam and stuff so like people are kind of like girl we've been through it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a lot of post like civil rights post uh a lot of labor movements a lot of um what did I say? A lot of femi- feminist movements, that kind of thing. So people are kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of like a weird vibe between the 60s and the 80s because I feel like when the 80s came, it was like party over. <laughs> and then the 60s felt like a little bit more, I don't want to say like, 
I definitely feel like a lot of stuff happened in the 60s that kind of like fucked up the American consciousness um, I've, hmm. to the point of no return. I feel like the, okay, now that you pose this, let me open my third eye. Thanks to <laughs> Megan. Let me open it. Oh, Boop. no. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to say some crazy shit. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Take your time, past it. Take your time. Third eye. Um, No, like, the 60s was a lot of experimentation like everybody was like throwing conventional things aside Mm -hmm. because it's the war like they realize with the vietnam war that you're not going to win it like you're so used to winning wars Mm -hmm. and then the vietnam war came and you're not going to win it because you probably shouldn't have been there because you should not have been there in the first place um and I feel like the 70s was a time to kind of, like, experiment a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's when we got into, like, those, like, new wave trends with experimenting with, like, um, Eastern religions and practices. Like, that's when yoga came into play and pe- more white people were getting into, like, Buddhism And that's when you got other, like, religions popping up, Um, other religions that are definitely cults popping up. Um, And then when you move into the 80s, I feel like the 80s was just a time for people to be selfish dickheads and exploit everything. A lot of conservatism, um, like, pretty much the rise of, like, modern conservatism. Um, and I watched this, uh, documentary on Netflix. I cannot remember what it's called, but it was on Studio 54, um, the club. And they kind of talked a lot about, um, just the, like, the importance of, like, disco and just, like, the whole atmosphere of, like, going to this club and you could see anybody. And it was kind of, like, it, it felt more of, like, you know, you could be anybody, you could see anybody, you could do anybody. <laughs> and, like, it was a lot, it was a lot more... I felt like it was a lot more freedom, even though things were kind of bad at the same time, because, you know, there was, like, economic issues um, that were starting to pop up. Um, And then towards the 80s, it just kind of all just went to shit. And pop culturally, because it became, like, more of, like, like I said, conservatism, but then also, like, a lot of, like, hardcore, like, masculinity and that kind of stuff. Like, that really reared its head, probably as, like, a reaction um, but yeah, I feel like the seventies to me just, I don't know. There's just like a different sort of, I don't want to say vibe. I hate that word. We vibe. It's a vibe, Ashley. It's a vibe. You it's guys. a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Oh God. I hate, I hate every, I hate that use of that word. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I just started to gravitate more to them. I don't, I feel like they're, it's glamorous, but it's gross, but it's like dirty but I feel like a but lot it's of sexy, sexy <laughs> and disgusting, but great. <laughs> and there's like a lot of iconic movies that I like personally were made in the seventies. So, um, so yeah, I, you know, like you kind of set up like bringing it back to the movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
with like the first bank robbery that they attempted kind of fell like they go into a bank and kind of like get scared off and then they go into the next bank mm-hmm. and they lose one of the guys because he, was he the gets the TT of the group. Yeah. He, he was the TT. He he bounces. <laughs> he leaves. Um and they go on with the robbery and Sonny, who's out Dunkachino um, he. <laughs> How would you? I'm sorry. Like a like a deck like a multi decade long. Like how long has he been working? Like 50 years or something. Like he's got a long, long storied career, and <laughs> and he Duncan decided Duncan Cheeto. Oh I mean, oh my god, Ash- Ashley, have you ever seen Tropic Thunder? Yes, I have. I mean. Would you rather him say, like, pop an ass open? Or chill? Would you rather have him selling booty sweat or Dunkachinos? Oh, yeah, I forgot. What was his name? What was that guy's Al name? Pacino. But it was Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Yeah, it was, like, spelled. <laughs> Al Pacino. Like, do you want Petit King Al Pacino selling booty sweat, talking about popping an ass open, or... Selling Dunkachinos at Dunkin' Donuts. I can we please do that movie one of these days? We can because people get mad about the wrong stuff in it. Oh God! (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler, guys: the blackface is not the problem in the movie. (laughs) There's so much happening in that movie. I I swear to God, there's so much happening in that movie. So much other stuff is not the blackface, guys. <laughs> oh, yes. I forgot because Ben Stiller does that. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like so much other stuff. It's not the blackface. I Trust forgot, me. I forgot about Simple Jack. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Hollywood got like, a tone, man. They got a tone. Holy okay. Shit. Okay, um, let's get back to it. I don't even know what part we're talking about. They saw me made in the bank. They're in the bank. We're talking about they're in the bank and they're, they're robbing not, it. They yeah, they have like gift boxes and um and they I think there's it's almost closing time. They've kind of timed it to where the last few customers are leaving. It's mostly full of tellers, um, and there's like one black security guard. Bruh. Um I forget <laughs> what his name is. It was like Howard or something. Yes, Howard. Oh Howard. I was worried for him the entire time. <laughs> and um yeah, so Sonny goes in there with this big ass box. Um and pulls a gun. Uh I think well he I think he pulls a gun, but he's kind of like um a little low key about it. Or is it Sal? I think Sal was it that uh, somebody gets a gun pulled on them right but it's not like like all hands on deck just yet because there's still a lady uh with her baby and so they kind of wait for her to leave she's like the last customer and um and they get the you know sonny's like i will let the chopper sing in this <laughs> if i <have> <laughs> I mean, they but have they, good preparation. Like, they close the blinds. I think they spray paint the camera. So you can't but see. But he, he couldn't reach the camera. He could not. He was jumping up like, whoop. 
I feel your pain, bruh. We got like several like little step stools in our house just because we're all just going to That's that would be like me and you doing a bank robbery I trying to jump oh, that would be so stressful like we would get ere- arrested immediately first of all we black so they would have arrest. all arrest. eyes on arrest. us <laughs> quotation marks arrest <laughs> <laughs> they oh yeah mm. 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 <laughs> 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 going out <laughs> On the news, bitch. we might not even be on the news, bitch. Be like, oh yeah, there were some, there were some black girls here. They tried to rob the bank, but we took care of them. Next, <laughs> it'll be, be on the news website. It wouldn't even be like in, make like, it to air print, in like small print. Like, oh yeah, by the way, girl, I'm not fooled. <laughs> I'm not fooled by the idea of due process. <laughs> I would not even make it to do fucking process, bitch. <laughs> Our world is trash, guys. Like we're cracking up laughing, but it's one of those laughs to keep from crying because I'm like, girl, I can't commit crimes. You crazy? You can't. This is sad. Like the like these these white men went in this this bank and robbed it, and they. I mean, we'll talk about what happens later, but. <laughs> Right. Um, but they like we got a little Al Pacino hopping up, <laughs> trying to spray paint this. He was cow. frustrated too. I know that feel. And they go to try to get the money, and they find out that it's like two dollars in the safe. Right. They okay. So they were trying to go on a day. They're trying to go before the, uh. I guess the Brinks truck <laughs> came and took the rest. Cause I'm not really sure how much money that you can keep in a bank at one time. Um, I'm not really well versed in that. I'm gonna make up a money a money amount a money amount. I'm gonna make up an amount. Uh, like uh, I'm gonna say uh ten thousand dollars. That seems like a lot, Brittany. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, this movie is made like like almost forty years ago, so maybe okay, For, maybe three thousand dollars. Actually, over 40 years ago. Crazy. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. Now, I don't know about, like, now, nowadays. I don't know, like, what, you know. They got two Bitcoins. <laughs> Our whole... <laughs> the whole vault is nothing but two Bitcoins. <laughs> In our vault, we keep three Bitcoins. <laughs> Can you imagine? The, everything's on the fucking Bitcoin. Oh my, god. oh my god i read this story side note i read this story about how this guy had money on like bitcoin or whatever um and i'm not even sure how this shit works to be honest i've read it so much and i still have no idea but like he could not remember his like password for Ooh. it and he had some weird like this is when like bitcoin was like booming booming like twenty thousand or something or more of uh i guess and he uh could not remember his password he had some sort of weird password protector thing that basically locked his shit for like oh like a hundred or a hundred years or some shit like that like <gasps> oh i would be sick i would be he, throwing up he kept I would getting the number sick. sequence wrong he had I like would be sick and his daughter had thrown out the paper with <gasps> the number on it oh you gotta throw the kid out <laughs> You gotta throw. You gotta throw out the daughter. You gotta, gotta throw, throw her out. Throw the whole kid away, man. <laughs> she hadn't realized that was what it was or something. Oh. So it was a whole thing. He got his. Uh, I think he figured it out later. I think it was post Bitcoin like crashing. I don't <gasps> think it was worth that much after. He oh, got 
he could have been rich, rich. <laughs> he could have been rich, rich if he had remembered his sequence. <sighs> Ooh. He had a bunch of twos and threes in that shit. He had it like written down. And I was like, girl, I, no, not me. My brain can't handle shit like that. So, <laughs> but yeah, he, I think he eventually got it open. Um, it's like an article on Wired if anybody's interested. But yeah, one day everything is just going to be on Bitcoin, possibly. And so that sweet, sweet feeling of, you know, fanning yourself with money won't be a thing. Mm. Um, so yeah, they basically had timed it or tried to time it to where they would get there before the money got picked up but the money got picked up anyway so it's basically like chump change i forgot how much they thought was gonna be in there but it was like a couple thou <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't enough um and sunny actually worked at the bank he mentions that because he's talking to one of the tellers and he's like don't give me the decoy money. Don't do the ones with the alarms. Because that's what happens and set it off where she didn't actually do anything. She was supposed to give him decoy money, but she was too scared. Poor Vivica Fox. Because she had a gun on her face. Um, but Sonny actually knows the procedures here. And, uh, or at least he says he does. Because he'd be lying a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he'd be lying. Um, and I forget, he tries to, like, burn one of the, the logs or, like, the registers. Yeah. Which I was like, why would you set a fire in a building? This is his uh, first fuck up. This is, like, one of his first fuck ups. That, that, I think this is the one that made everything worse. Yeah. Because it's still a regular day where the bank is. There are people, like, businesses across the street. Mm-hmm. And when he is burning the um, register book to his logic is that he is getting rid of evidence or something. Cause um, I think Sal asked him like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm doing this because blah, blah, blah. Um, that made no sense though. It really didn't make no sense. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, but just take the money leave. Who cares? They don't like, know. They go know somebody took the money. Like you're done. Like you could just bounce. Like you could leave, right? Right. Um, but the smoke, like the smoke from the fire, you could see it outside, Mm -hmm. and um, someone from across the street, uh, across the street, (laughs) (laughs) somebody, somebody from across the street. See, I always be doing shit like that. Talking about, he's great. <laughs> um, an insurance salesman from across the street is like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" Yeah, so he comes I over. I kind of wanted to know, like, what's up? Like, hey, can I make some? Can I make some money off of this situation? I hope it's a real fire. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, y'all need to fill out your policy or whatever. I can take care of that. But yeah, why would you set up a fucking fire? He not smart. Like he. So, Sonny not smart at all. He tries, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> and the insurance guys um, is like alarmed and they don't like the um, bank manager goes to the door. is like, hey, yeah, we're good. We're good. And somehow the police, it get um, the police attention gathers the police attention and they surround the building because they figure something's up. And this is where the botch robbery turns into a bank heist. Yes. And it all goes downhill it just, like, immediately. Because like, they didn't plan on it being like a hostage situation. I don't think anybody really 
plan. Well, I mean, not in bank heist because it's more, it's more attention than you want on yourself. This is not from like personal experience. Let me just let's de- just let's disclaim that one more time. Ashley, you tell them on yourself. Is that <laughs> that's what you're doing? You telling on yourself? I would. I mean, I said I would download a pizza, but I would never. <laughs> I'm a good girl. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> but that's, it's just like if you're committing a crime, you don't want any attention on yourself. Like, that just makes the most sense to me. It's like, what do you, I mean, police pressure, they have, you know, firepower. What, you're, a, you're two people against the police force. Like, how do you expect to make it out of there if you have all that attention on you? Um, but yeah, it just goes south almost immediately. Because they were supposed to do this, like, be in and out in, like, 30 minutes. And they were almost out. They were literally almost out. <laughs> and I was like, damn. I feel like I'm rooting for the for the robbers in the situation. But uh, <laughs> they didn't make it. And then the sad part is the girls up there clowning him. Yeah, the, um, the, the clerks, the mm-hmm. bank tellers are like, have you done this before? Do you know what you're doing? There he's like, yeah, I've done this before, and he's like, are you sure? Are you sure about that, bud? Because <laughs> you suck. <laughs> like, are you sure the money's in here? Right. Are you right. sure? And, and, and it's almost all women. I think the only men in the bank are is the manager, and then Howard, the security guard, who Howard almost fucking has like, uh, I think he has asthma. We, he we has know, asthma, he, yeah. Yes, and I was like, oh, honey, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I, Ashley. I thought it was courage for Howard, right? <laughs> I did too. I thought he was going to have an asthma attack. Honestly. I thought he was going to have an asthma attack or a heart attack because before he looks like he just can't breathe. I'm like, oh shit, Howard's having a heart attack. But I was like, heart, Howard, you can't be a security guard like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not at a bank, bruh. Like, you got to be ready. <laughs> you got to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. <laughs> but yeah poor Howard he you know he, I think he like Sonny tries to put them all in the vault at one point and then somebody's like I gotta pee and it's a whole thing and Sonny can't get them under control Sal is over there just kind of like chilling but like pointing his gun at people Sal doesn't say a whole lot in this movie by the way it's like mostly Sonny Sonny's like the ringleader and also um, the mouthpiece and I guess Sal is kind of like more like the hired muscle um and did you know Sal is supposed to be 18 years old? Not in this movie, he's not. <laughs> the Let's real not... life Sal is 18. Oh, oh yeah. Dang. I mean he in his mugshot he looks like a um he looks like a young kid. In this movie he's definitely not. Cause no. Sal is not. I mean, he's probably about yeah, I think he was in his forties when this movie came out. Like late thirties. Yeah. Well, he didn't. He actually died after this movie came out, like a year later. From like yeah. Lung cancer. I think he was diagnosed with lung cancer the year this movie came out. Hmm. So, um, but he has like one of the best careers ever. I will say that. Um, because how many people do you know were in? All of like five movies, <laughs> and almost all of them were nominated for best picture. Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, what kind of that shit? <laughs> like, 
Like, that's the career. He didn't have a long career. He um, was only in one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five movies when he was alive. And then, like, a short film. But, damn, bruh. But, yeah, no, he's definitely nobody's, like, they both don't look young. No. Have, like, well, I mean, we never figure out about, like, Sal's life in this in this movie. There's what movie. we do know about him, though, is he ride or die. He is Real. ride or die. He's always <laughs> ready to point the gun at somebody's face. Um but he doesn't really say much at all. It's mostly sunny, just, you know, chit-chatting away and stuff. And he also don't look like he want to kill people because I think Sonny's like, I'll fucking kill all y'all in this bitch. <laughs> and Sal is like, oh, wait a minute. We actually killing people for real? Like, I got the gun in my hand, but I didn't know we were actually going to let shit pop off. <laughs> From that point, he looks distressed for the, rest, for the rest of the movie. I was like, I guess, I mean, y'all really didn't practice this before y'all got y'all rolled up to this bitch um so yeah i mean as like they're trying to get they're trying to figure out everything meanwhile the cops are surrounding the building uh there are snipers on the roof uh somebody's uh husband keeps calling the only reason why this girl's husband kept calling her is because he wanted to know where she was at and when time was dinner Uh, now i don't miss that about the 70s she has, like, the whole time this movie happened, like, you see her in various stages. She's, like, at one point, she's like, yes, you have to do this. You got to give him the bottle like this because he, I guess he's got the baby with him. And he's like, girl, I don't know what I'm doing with this. You supposed to be over here helping him out. Where you at? She's in, she's a hostage. <laughs> she, she can't leave. Mm, men. She's trying to explain to him, like, how to turn on the oven and shit. I'm like. And I can't do this. Where will know. you be home? <laughs> she's like she's she's taking it in stride that's the one funny part about this movie it's like the tellers and the clerks and stuff they're all kind of like i mean yeah we're in a hostage situation it's fine whatever <laughs> none of them seem like except for like the very beginning none of them seem too scared and it's probably because they don't know what he's doing and they know it they peep game they peep game they're like all right we'll play along it's fine um <laughs> Uh, and then he, there's a lot of like different confrontations with uh, the cops and Sonny. Um, and a couple times he mentions um, he mentions the prison riot at, at Attica. Mm-hmm. By yelling Attica, Attica at yeah. people. Yeah, because like, at this point there's like a full on like crowd who are watching and they seem entertained. They also seem like they're definitely on his side rather than the cop side, which is kind of interesting to see because, I mean, we see how people are now about the law. Hashtag blue lives. I can't even bring myself to Why say it, bro. Why are you selling our, co- our fucking audio? <laughs> I, can't <laughs> I can't even bring myself to say it. Because <laughs> no, 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 no. that's, that's some bullshit. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. So, um... But yeah, there's like a lot of, I think that was the, the biggest, like at least the most interesting part of this movie to me is seeing like the, the crowd interaction and how they're kind of like actually cheering on Sonny rather than being like, oh, this is fucked up and like cheering on the cops. Like they're like actively rooting against the cops and a lot of times. Um, and he kind of brings up Attica just to kind of, I guess, 
how do I say this? Like he's trying to sort of like apply the the riots and like the police brutality and like the murder of, of prisoners to his situation. Which I not like, I feel quite because he's no. like because he's like the cops don't, you know don't give a fuck about us and they'll shoot me and innocent along with the guilty like they'll shoot everybody and I'm like. I mean, like, that could be true, but, like, also, like, did you not <laughs> start this on your own? And they haven't shot you yet? They haven't shot you yet. They've actually been pretty, they actually, you know, they're actually pretty patient with him. I mm-hmm. guess because of how many, like, women are in the bank and how many, like, the uh, potential for loss of life is pretty high. Because that's way worse. <laughs> that is way worse on, like, I guess, like, of a PR situation. <laughs> because, which sounds terrible, but, like, they would never hear the end of it. Because it's awful. Like, you don't do your, you're supposed to protect people and do your job, and you didn't. And then a bunch of people die. And that will follow them around for, I mean, in the 70s. Three like, months. That would, that would follow them around a lot longer in the 70s, but I feel like now. Because so much <laughs> happens all the time to, like... It's in the news for like a day or two and it's gone, which we've talked about before. Yeah. I, I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> There's just so much that happens like nowadays. It's like, shit, I cannot keep track of all the injustices and terrible shit that's happened. But also like Sunny and this, this kind of co-opting. This chant about Attica is kind of like, bruh, like, really? And I feel like that goes along with some of the stuff that you told me about him, where he kind of would co-opt certain things. Like I mean, okay, oh, we'll get, we're almost there. We're almost, almost there. there. We're almost there. Okay. Uh, what else happens? I got some notes, you know, they're a little bit all over the place. There's a lot of back and forth between him and the cops. And then the media comes and they turn into a complete circus. Um, and they're starting to bargain over the hostages and who they will kind of, how many people they'll send out and how, like in what order will they send out like one person as like a show of goodwill or something like that. And they decide to send out Howard. I think they send out Howard and like one of the, like the head teller, and they... <laughs> no, they just send out when they are asking. They make a deal with Sunny to send out the hostage, mm-hmm. a hostage. And they don't send and, one. No, and Sunny sends out ha- Howard because Howard is half dead, y'all. Like <laughs> he's, he's going through it. He's having an asthma attack, and I don't know, like, if his inhaler was just, like, not present and accounted for that day, or what happened, or he just, he was not, he didn't realize. (laughs) But they send him out, and the police do exactly what you think they're going to (laughs) do. They almost blow that old ass man away. Like, tackle him, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) They were ratty. He is a security guard. I think he's in uniform, isn't he? Or did they take his shirt off or something? No, he's still in his uniform. And they were ready for him. They was going to get him. And I was like, because it's obvious that he's not like one of the robbers. He's just an old black man with asthma. 
he doesn't have like a gun out and stuff. Like he probably has his gun at his waist and stuff. But he's not like brandishing his weapon and shit. They just kind of like here, like he needs help, and they're like, "You didn't tell us about him. You didn't tell." And like the head, um, I guess like he's the detective that's like kind of in charge of the situation, like from the police side. He's getting mad at Sonny because they didn't tell him that they had Howard up in there, and he has to try to like. There's so many points in this movie where he has to try to get control of his like squad and make sure they don't blow off somebody's head that <laughs> doesn't need to be blown off. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, like he's almost as bad as, as, uh, what were we calling him? Detective Scrubs? Yeah, Dete- <sighs> Detective Scrubs, yes. I don't know which one was worse. I feel like this guy was worse because there were so many instances I'm like, bruh, like, your men are doing a lot. Did y'all not plan? Did y'all not talk? He ain't got, like, a, like a plan of action before y'all... <laughs> start you know negotiating and shit or what we can <laughs> it was a bad it was a mess it was a mess a, a, a huge mess <laughs> but they don't blow uh they uh, don't blow him away the um detective was like stop 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 he's a hostage and then everybody puts down their gun like oh yeah the black man is a hostage imagine that <laughs> And they get him off to safety. And then Sonny comes oh, back. Oh, I was like, oh, we good? They, they probably took that man to jail for something else. <laughs> they, probably <did. laughs> they probably did. This is so sad. This is so sad. But they, they really probably did. Um, I hope he sued them. Um, and Sonny is like, yeah, y'all, y'all got my hostage. And... Uh, the detective is upset because he's like, you said it was going to be a woman and that was not a woman. And he's like, but it was a hostage, right? Um, And this is kind of like more like hamming from like Sonny to the crowd. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like you could tell that he really wants the attention and it's like, yeah, Sonny, woo. And they're all cheering for them. Um, and the crowd is like, behind barriers but a lot of times they kind of get real rowdy and then the police have to sort of like calm them down and so and there's like kind of like a little bit of like and like antagonistic energy between the crowd and Sonny and the police so he kind of just gets them riled up just to have them have them on his side uh and I think he probably does that for the cameras too like I wouldn't be surprised um because he is on the news at this point and his family sees him the dad is unimpressed. <laughs> the mom is upset, and, and the sister's just like, "Oh, this is a fucked up mess." Um, and then the lady that they do pull outside from inside the bank, she gets interviewed, and I think one guy, like, it, like, was it a cop or was it like one of the media guys, like one of the newscasters or something? They grab her, and she's like, "Excuse you, don't touch me." She gives she gives him the hands off me, you broke ass bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, excuse me, don't touch me. But she goes back inside because she's like, I'm not gonna leave my girls in there. Um, like the I'm in charge of them, so like I'm gonna stick by them. And the crowd cheers, and she's like, Oh yeah, hi. And she kind of like mugs for the crowd. I'm like, this is such a circus. And I really like that. Like, I like that she like stood by her girls, like. 
she like she could have gone about her day she could have gone free but she was like no there are people that i'm in there with that i want to stay with and to make sure that everybody is safe um but sunny starts making demands like yo we hungry like we want food please send food to my hostages and also i want my wife like bring my wife down here Mm -hmm. um and so this is where we get into the i don't want to say the plot twist but we get into the motivation a little bit more about why sunny wanted to rob the bank um so sunny is robbing the bank for his wife and on the Wikipedia page, when I was looking it up, they have her listed as Elizabeth. Elizabeth but Eden, I think. Um, dirt like in the movie, they refer to her as Leon. Yeah, they um, yes. Which I had issues with, and then I was like, okay, first of all, it's the seventies. Um, so of course it's not going to be appropriate, you know, you got to think of the movie in the time. Um, so, okay. But her, like they, um, we find out that Sonny is robbing the bank to raise enough money or to rob the bank to get enough money for, uh, um, gender confirmation surgery for his wife. Um, Mm -hmm. Elizabeth or Liz and she is going through some things and she is in the hospital and she and Sonny wants to know that she's all right and that's why he wants her down at the bank mm-hmm. um and the police go to the hospital and this is something that I had an issue with as well in terms of the movie, because I was like, what are they doing? Like, the police go to the hospital looking for his wife, and they were like, we can't find the woman that, like, we can't find this woman that um, is, he's saying that is his wife, but we Mm -hmm. found this person right here, but this is a man, but he's saying that he's his wife, yeah. And I was like, what is going on? Like, what are we doing here? Right. Um, and they brought down someone who is experiencing some mental health issues. We find out that Elizabeth is um, had attempted suicide. And that's mm-hmm. the reason for her hospitalization. And they're bringing her down to an active crime scene. Right. To As bait, basically. Yes, and they're kind of not treating her well. Yeah, they aren't treating her well at all. Um, They're kind of making like, not, I don't know if they're making like direct comments to her, but they're kind of like looking like, oh, his wife, like that's his wife. And like, can you believe that? And kind of, you know, derogatory little things. Um, They don't really do too much once, I guess, Elizabeth is there, although they do refer to her as Leon but I don't know if uh 
I don't know if they get into like if she, if she had decided her name at that point or or was she still no. going by Leon or like they never really got really into it. And this is one of the scenes I had completely forgotten about because I knew the story of like this, you know, like Sonny was robbing this bank for uh for his wife to like get her um surgery but like i um did not realize for some reason i thought it was sal like it was him and sal robbing the shit <laughs> and it was sal that was neat that was like oh no i'm like i'm trans but like no it's actually a young chris randon um oh. i was he looks so good in this movie can i just say that it was just something about that that fucking farrah fawcett ass blow him back <laughs> i mean honestly like chris Randon overall like is a big five let wait a minute <laughs> let's do height watch like <laughs> how tall is chris Six one, apparently. <gasps> perfect even though he's i don't know how old he, he is, is like four thousand years old he is literally somebody's granddaddy Stop. But <laughs> he's so fine. Oh, he's 4, so fine. Years old. He just he's looks- old as a Methuselah. But oh god, oh gosh. <laughs> I don't know. Chris Sarandon in this movie looks. Um, I don't know, like how to describe. Like he's got this all like very like disheveled hair, and like they have. Um, I guess Elizabeth in this like robe. Cause and, she's fresh from the hospital and yeah, she's fresh from the hospital. She's got like, uh, she got I think, like <laughs> nail polish on, but like, she's very kind of like freaked out because I don't even know if they, if it's like implied or it's like explicitly said, but like he kind of like abused, like Sunny abused her. Like he would talk down to her. I don't know if he physically abused her. It was like more like mental, but she's terrified of him. Like she does not even want to be there, but they decided to get, Elizabeth rather than Sonny's uh, like first wife his legal wife right because oh yeah are they still married they were still married yeah that's his legal wife okay because <laughs> they got two kids and shit too I think they do talk to her but I don't know if she like agrees to come I don't know why they didn't bring her down rather than Elizabeth because uh, they find out that Elizabeth is his motivation but with her like she was hospitalized Mm -hmm. and when they were talking to her they were she was saying that like the doctors told me that i'm a woman and that's um she had to go to a lot of like therapy because she just like had no idea like what's wrong with me. She's I guess she was like uh, depressed a lot and that kind of stuff. Like she was going through it. Our girl Elizabeth was going through it. And so let let let's talk about the real life Sunny, who is a Johnny. Um, so I watched the dog, which is a documentary um, about the situation, like the. Uh, Featuring the real life people. Um, It's on Amazon Prime. If you have like. I think it's like an hour and a half. Mm. Um, It talks about his life before. um, The crime. And then his life after. Including like the release of the movie and stuff. And he 
he passed away in 2006. So one thing that is, okay, I have mixed feelings about him as a person because he's a creep. Um, it's admirable that he is very, ex- like, he was open and honest about who he was. It doesn't look like he did anything to hide who he was in terms of his sexuality and preference. And to be from his background and living in the time period that he lived in, that is brave. Like, that, you know, people are still getting killed. Like, we live in a society where people are still getting murdered for being who they are. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. Like, we, we're we past that. Let people be who they are. Mind your business. Let them do them. You do you. Like, how other people live has no bearing on you and your life. Like, let people be happy. I feel like I say that all the time. But I let like people our, be our happy. Mate. Besides being trash, we also like to say let people be happy. <laughs> let people be happy. Like, the world sucks. Brand. The The world world sucks so much. Let people find joy and happiness and let people find joy and happiness with who they are and be able to express it and love who they love. Like, Mm -hmm. mind your business. (laughs) Um, Exactly. Mind your fucking business, man. (laughs) um, But, like, with watching the documentary, the way that he talked about... He was very active in, like, the LGBTQ community yeah he was during a member of some uh group i can't remember what the, the group was called i can't either but it was like they would go places and like stage like um same-sex um weddings like they'll show up at like a clerk's office and like yeah we're getting married and it'll be like two guys getting married two women get it it was mostly like guys like two guys getting married but some women getting married and like this is like our form of pro- protest like mm-hmm. we're doing this because we're people and we should be able to do what we want. Um, he was really like adamant about like gay rights and that was great. But it also came at a weird, like it came at a point where he was really active in a community and it seemed like he was also taking advantage of people trying to figure things out. Right. So like, if you hadn't had a community, like if you're new to this community or you're new to the city and you're trying to find your place, it seemed like he put himself in a position where he's like one of the first people you meet and then he takes advantage of you. Right. And he was the first to admit that. And he, as a person, he's gross. Yeah, I don't think he really realized that there was a problem. Like, I don't that, know if he ever was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of fucked up, but I did it. Like, I don't think he, so. Because like, he, he was like, oh, yeah, I used to meet people and like. Yeah, he laugh about it. Like, he mm-hmm. tells a story and like laugh. Um, oh, okay. And he also like would talk about his relationship with um, Liz and he calls her Ernie. Because during the time that they were together, she was Ernie. Mm-hmm. Um but he talked about Liz and would describe how they would fight, like physically fight each other. Oh. Um, and how he would hit her. And it seemed like a really not very good relationship. And he 
he said that he loved her. Like he would declare his love for her to anyone. Like he got married to her. The, the, he was in the army or the military. He wore his like dress, uh, uniform i was about to say his dress outfit but his <laughs> yeah, dress his uniform. uniform yeah because he um, was in the war um which i think they mentioned in the movie which i didn't even believe because i was like listen this ain't gonna be lying so like, i don't know if he actually no they got pictures <laughs> no yeah I, I saw i see it now um i'm actually looking at them and uh i think also that sunny was a particular or what was it? johnny is his real name johnny is real name was johnny yeah, John, um, he was also a petite king. Well, not king. He's just petite. <laughs> so, yeah, he's a petite scumbag. Yeah, petite um, scumbag. Um, but yeah, they. I think in the movie they say they had like a Catholic ceremony, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't and, know if it was actually like recognized. Or they it, said it wasn't it, recognized. I can't remember. I don't think it was recognized. Also, if it was recognized, it definitely would not be legal because he is still married to his first wife. Right. Um, too, also, and his mother was there. Yeah, he had like actual like family and stuff there. Like I can see from the pictures, like he's got other people. It wasn't like a we just got married at like the courthouse or whatever, and like nobody knew. Like people knew that this happened. So he, I mean. I understand different times, but the the real dude was kind of like gross, gross. So anyway, back to the story. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they found Liz. Liz. They want her to talk to Sunny, but like, like I said before. She's fucking terrified. I was like, why would you make her do that? Like, she's, she's like, please don't make me talk to him, please. She's crying and shit. Like, she's fucking terrified. And I don't really know even what the point was. I guess to, like, convince him to, um, like, to convince Sunny to, like, release more hostages. Or, uh, I, I guess that's their main thing. I mean, that's their main concern anyway, like, you know. Fuck the money or whatever. Like, it's about the hostages. But, um, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, a bad scene all around. I felt so bad for her. And Sonny, doesn't he, like, say, hey, like, you know, like, you could come with us. Like, we'll go to Denmark or wherever. Yeah. And the jet that they're trying to negotiate with. And, like, you could come with us and we'll be good like we will they're gonna have our jet and we'll we'll go and we'll get your surgery and we could be happy mm-hmm. and she's like nah bro i'm good yeah like why would you go back to like somebody who's like emotionally manipulating you and abusing you and shit like that um because i think i can't remember if they say in the movie or not that it was sunny's idea for liz to get the surgery I feel like that's what they said. I don't quite remember. I remember that was like real life or that was in the movie because like it was like kind of like immediate like, oh, yeah, let's go. And but I think I think the real life like John says like he was fine with Liz as like she was. And then there's so much back and forth and like conflicting reports. 
But I think that's what they said in the movie was like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to get you the money. Um, but I don't know, like, if it's for, like, a good reason or it's just, like, probably for, like, a selfish reason, maybe? Even though it doesn't seem like he had any issue. Yeah, I don't either. think he cared. Basically, yeah, like, I don't think he really cared. But, like, also, I don't really, I mean, I mean, he seems like a, a fucking, <laughs> he seems like a fucking mess, man. But in, like, back to, like, the real life guy, like, it seemed like this, she had made several attempts, and he wanted her to be happy, mm-hmm. and he felt like maybe if she had her surgery that she would be happy, right. so he would do that for her if it would save her life and make her happy but it didn't i don't know i didn't get the feel that that's necessarily what she wanted right like i think sunny just was like all right we're doing this shit yeah she's like wait 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 a minute bitch (laughs) (laughs) i'm just i'm still trying to figure out my life and shit um (laughs) he was like no we're doing it um but yeah so i think this point uh People are starting to fall the fuck out in the bank because the air conditioning has gone out. Um, so they they were actually like chilling with him and like playing cards. And they're kind of like, you know, if you get your plane, you should try to go to this country or this country. Like it seems so like like sleepover ish, like a sleepover, <laughs> like a lock in at the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this when the, the like bank manager, his diabetes, start acting yes. up? We start, yeah, we figure out. I think around this time that the bank manager has diabetes and. Hey, mama, your arm. <laughs> I fucking can't. I cannot with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I digress. I'm sorry. I'm raggedy. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Uh, um, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So, uh, there's... what? Okay. I have to, like... <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, the, the, guy, the bank manager <laughs> has the sugar. <laughs> they have to call a doctor um and i think i don't even know what happens to the doctor there's something with the doctor and then like with another fbi agent i believe like a, or a guy who's because the fbi gets involved and so they kind of like almost like take over this like uh like the situation um because they uh also decide that the 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 bank manager needs to be taken to the hospital. Um, and while all this stuff happened, too, I think that the crowd, like, because this is, like, late at night. This is probably, like, I don't know how many hours into it. But it's, like, nighttime, nighttime. And the crowd has sort of shifted a little bit because they, uh, there's, like, a, a couple of guys there with, like, posters that kind of are, like, supporting him, but, like, for, like, gay rights, I believe. Did you see those posters? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there's the crowd is shouting like out of the closet and into the street, which is weird. 
Um, and Sonny does not look pleased with this at all. Um, his mom shows up. Um, and I think, like, with this FBI guy, there's, like, a suggestion that he gets Sonny to turn on Sal. That's, like, kind of implied in the movie. That, like, if you negotiate it like this, we can get you out of here. And then, like, as long as you give us, like, one of y'all, like, Sal or whatever. Which, in the thing, in my research, because I read this, like, letter that he sent to some, that John, the real guy, sent to some magazine or newspaper, maybe it was the Times or something, um, where he's like, yeah, I didn't really appreciate that shit at all. <laughs> it's made my life a little difficult here in prison that people think I'm a snitch, so thank you. Which I was actually having trouble <laughs> following that whole line of, like, storytelling that this guy was kind of like, oh, yeah, snitch on your friend, like, turn your friend in, and then we'll cut you a deal or something. Um... But in the meantime, Sonny is writing his will, um, which he gives more money to his first wife. Yeah. What? I mean. I guess for the, I hope for the kids. But then he says that she's the only woman that he ever loved. And I was like, make some sense of your life. (laughs) He, uh, he a mess, basically. Sonny is a mess. (laughs) He is a hot mess. A mess. Um, there's an introduction of the other black guy in the movie, which is the lim- the limo driver. They get him like a like a driver to pack all the girls and like the tellers and and he was like, I ain't driving this shit. <laughs> you, you white people need to hash this out on your own. <laughs> they, end up, they end up getting him to drive. They leave the bank. Um, and the bank manager's there too in this ugly ass limo. Uh, they leave one girl hot behind. So they start leaving like different tellers behind as they go along to the airport. Um, and they make it there surprisingly. Um, and they're going to release like one last girl. I think it's the girl who was like telling her husband how to hold their baby over the phone. I'm pretty sure it was her. Not entirely sure. Um, but she gives Sal a little rosary and says, don't be scared because it's going to be your first plane trip. And I was like, girl, y'all crazy. Thank you. <laughs> Aw, that's so, that's so sweet. I, I think I was about to get arrested, but. I, I thought I was going to be arrested, but nope. <laughs> right. Sonny is so concerned about eating. He's like, are there burgers on the plane? And y'all sure there's burgers on the plane? Oh, <laughs> it's so, it was such a moment. I was like, these these motherfuckers about to go to jail. This is so, this is a lot. I think about to go to jail. This is right. cute. This is right. cute. So cute. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know, bitch. Sal don't make it, y'all. Sal does not they make shoot it. him at like point, like close range, like they're in the car. Because I think, I forget how they do it, like the, the, the agents come and get in the car and they're trying to like, I don't know if they're trying to like figure out a way to get, like they're going to like, quote unquote, get him on the plane or whatever. But there's like a gun hidden in this, like in the glove compartment, I think. And some like quick, quick century or whatever. And, and, and they fucking shoots out like dead in the forehead. And I was like, oh, I, I do not remember that happening either. I was not 
prepared for that because I was like minding my business watching the movie I mean, like, okay, so when they get to the airport, the the police, the rest of the police are going to wait there. They're going to get on the plane. There's going to be police on the plane. They're going to get arrested. Duh. So I was waiting for that to happen. And then all of a sudden, pow-pow! I was like, oh, Lord! I, like, screamed. (laughs) I screamed. I wasn't prepared either. I was like, damn, bitch, you really didn't make it. He did not. He was so young, Ashley. He was only 18 years old. Mm Mm-hmm. I forget how old Sonny was supposed to be, or John was supposed to be. He like 20-something. Yeah. And I don't even, I don't know if they even go into like how they knew each other. I guess they just had to like, um, oh, they grew up in the same neighborhood, I guess. So. Oh, wait. Pause. I'm reading Wikipedia right now. I, so this goes into something that happens in the movie a lot, which I would like to discuss. I think kind of like gloss over it. Um, so Sal and John actually met at Danny's, which is a, which was a gay bar on 7th Avenue in Manhattan. Um, and I guess John had claimed like they met a bank executive there from the Chase Manhattan that said they should rob the bank. <laughs> Because I think that's how they got their info, like, when the bank would do the drop-off. Like, when the money would get picked up or whatever. And so they try to time it that way. But, like, during the movie, when they, uh, when, like, the media figures out, like, John is, I don't know. They ever describe him as gay in the, like, on the news. But I don't know, like, if you, I mean, he identified as gay, did he? I don't, I don't know. They basically mm-hmm. changed the media story into like, from like, oh, there's two bank robbers to two homosexuals are robbing this bank. And Sal's and like, wait a minute, bitch. He got so mad. Also, he, he was they put um, Liz's like picture on the news in her wedding dress. Mm-hmm. They were trying to talk about like how much the wedding dress costs. And I was like, okay, media mess that's how the media is now messy just messy, messy. like oh yeah we got <laughs> you can get the same look <laughs> for this much money fuck it oh my god i don't the news uh um yeah i mean <laughs> i don't really know like i think in the in the movie sal is like oh yeah tell him i'm not gay like tell him i'm not gay if you talk to the medium tell him i'm not gay and i don't think like, Sonny was kind of like, yeah, like, don't worry about it. Like, it doesn't really matter. But he's like, no, I want you to know. But now that I read that, I'm like, I'm confused. Mm, you see the twists and the turns? <laughs> like, I, it was a lot. And then uh, Sonny gets out and um, he's arrested. <laughs> He's arrested immediately, and he has to, like watch his his friend uh, be wheeled off on like a gurney or whatever. They don't even cover him up. Like, they gotta not covering people up. They gotta scoop his brains back in. Oh no, Brittany, please, <laughs> please, bitch, please. <laughs> My gosh, that's kind of how the movie. Oh, they say that he's been sentenced to twenty years. Uh, 
happened that his wife, his his first wife, was living off welfare, and then like Elizabeth eventually got um, her gender confirmation. So, um, and that's how it ends. Like <laughs> that note, was really really dark note. I mean, that's what I. It's like. Yeah, that's what happened, but at the same time, wow. <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> I don't think he served that. He didn't serve that long. I forget how long he served. He, uh, he sentenced to um, 20 years, but he served five. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he, got provo- her, uh, he got parole violations. His time in prison was horrible. Like, I made it to that. I didn't finish all the the dog, but I watched a a few minutes left. His time in prison was a mess. He was assaulted a few times because he went to prison because of all of, uh, duh, because of all of this, but because of the notoriety his crimes received, he was deemed gay Mm -hmm. and he became a target in prison. Yeah, also the fact that they assumed that he was a snitch. Yes. Um, is the and, and he went. He went through it, mm-hmm. but he he met a, his, another wife, um, and he 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 made it through. He talked a lot of shit about the movie. He, did, and, he said that it was only thirty percent accurate. Well, yeah, and he clown like the wife being ugly. His real life wife wasn't that ugly. Which, like, bitch. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel so bad for that actress for having to play such an ugly character. I was like, I mean, and then you see the wife in a documentary, and it's like, oh, <laughs> it's about the same. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do this. Yeah, he said that. Um, that is an inaccurate, inaccurate portrayal of his wife, Carmen, as a plain, overweight woman whose behavior led to his relationship with Eden. Um, but he actually had left his first wife two years before he even met Eden. Because so, he is a scumbag. Well, in the movie, they kind of, they actually do talk over the phone, him and his first wife. And you can see she annoys the fuck out of him, like, almost instantly. <laughs> almost instantly, you can tell, because she's kind of, like, nagging at him and stuff. He's like, let me talk. Can I, can I talk? And he just, like, flies off, like, patented Al Pacino. I'm about to lose my fucking shit. <laughs> he, like, flies off the handle at her and starts yelling at her, and she starts crying. I was like, this is such a mess. <laughs> this whole, his every relationship he has is a hot mess. Yeah, I mean, unrelated, but related. Would you rather be married to Petit King, Al Pacino, or Robert De Niro? <laughs> oh, Brittany, don't do that. <laughs> just, oh, my God. That's not who I thought you were going to say. I don't know what, why. Did thought, what did you think I was going to say? Something crazy. I actually thought you were going to ask me if I was married to this dude or married to Al Pacino. Or, no. Oh, no. Yeah, married to this dude or married to Al Pacino. No, I wouldn't do that because this dude... Hell no. no. Well, no. Um, height check. He's good 5'10. <laughs> um, 
girl, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell all of you something right now. Nineteen seventies <laughs> Robert De Niro, bitch. Oh, Jesus, a moment. That was a moment. God smiled upon him when he, you know, in the Sims laboratory. <laughs> when, he was when 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 God was in his Sims laboratory and was like picking out all of the facial features and hair colors and stuff like Wait, you said when God was in creative sim? That's the creation story, is it not? Yeah, it created Sim on the Sim. <laughs> Listen to me. That man is beautiful. Okay? I don't even... I don't... Girl, listen. I'm stressed by this question. I want you to know that shit right now. <laughs> I'm legitimately in distress. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can pick. I don't know if I can think. Oh, oh my god, Ashley going through it. You y'all hear her? Like you hear her voice? Like drop scrolling through <laughs> pictures. This is too much. Man, let me tell you. Oh my gosh. So we'll get back to the answer on that. I I don't think we'll ever get an answer because I'm literally stressed the hell out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh gosh, amen, girl, amen. I, you know what? I'm looking at a picture of them right now. It might be De Niro. Okay. It pains me to say it. It pains me. I'm physically hurt. Okay, I see that. I can get into it. I see I it. Mean, you know, can't. This is a situation for that gift from that taco commercial. Like, why not both? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I have to choose? Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. I'm I'm going to pull back everything that I'm thinking. Oh no. Oh no. And I'm not gonna say anything. I'm gonna just save it for later. <laughs> do you hear the distress at my voice? <laughs> Cause I can't, I can't go there. Okay. Oh no. I'm so <laughs> If you, I mean, we should pose that question to our listeners. Like, what do y'all think? Because. No, what, De Niro or Pacino? I mean, that's like a fight to the death. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that might ruin some friendships. I mean, let me tell you. This is a good. This is a good set. Of, this is this is a pairing, you guys. This is a pairing. I mean, <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm choking it back again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's move on. Like, would you recommend this movie? I I don't know because I wouldn't recommend it as like a classic heist movie necessarily. Like, I wouldn't say it's like action packed. Like in comparison to set it off. If you're looking for like a set it off level of action, I would say no, this is not the movie. Um, I wouldn't say like it's a bad movie. I just don't know if it's like for everybody necessarily. I feel like it kind of can get down to where you could be like, oh, this is kind of boring a little bit in some parts. 
Um, which hostage situations, I feel like just from watching like shit like that on like the news and stuff, I'm like, oh, there's no change. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of like what this felt like almost. Um, but I think like the most interesting parts of this movie, besides Al Pacino's acting, was really like the crowd interaction, like how people are interacting with the crowds, like with the police in the crowds and, uh, like certain hostages with the crowd we didn't talk about the pizza guy the pizza guy got famous for like five seconds <laughs> when he delivered the pizza um because he got to be on the news or whatever and he was pretty happy and uh hype about that <laughs> like the whole thing there's like a little i don't know if there's like co- like if it's direct commentary but it does seem like there's um some like underlying things about how people are like kind of like interacting with short-term fame and like attention which is kind of um unexpected for a movie like this especially oh what 40 years ago over 40 Mm -hmm. years ago so um because i mean there's tons of commentary about stuff like that now but it usually has to do with like the internet and stuff so um i wouldn't say this movie is for everybody i wouldn't say don't watch it but i would say like if you're expecting like shootouts and shit like i mean there are some like there are a little bit of like kind of um violent moments i guess but it's not like mostly that i think it's just really just like a showcase for robert de niro to act his ass off as usual so there you go okay um i mean um watch it if you want to that's that's all I can say about it. I mean, I like the way that it was directed. I liked the look of it. I like the, the, I feel like you could feel it. Like I mentioned earlier, you can like almost feel the grit of the cocaine on your own skin. <laughs> so that's why, like, I would recommend you watch it, but it, it does lag. It does get a little boring. I mean, so if you have time, if it's on your list of movies to watch before you die, you better watch it before the world ends in like three years. <laughs> so I mean, before we all drown, <laughs> before <laughs> climate change or Trump ends us all. So I mean, oh gosh, before the uh, the, the military coup, that will be before measles because y'all not vaccinating y'all kids oh my god yeah. <laughs> for the black plague takes us all because y'all not washing y'all asses because y'all doing like cosmo hygiene hacks and stuff anyway <laughs> y'all not y'all not vaccinating little babies little lakeland and thailand and whatever y'all having measles parties Measles. Oh, I heard about that. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. Let's like, just get vaccinated. What's the difference between now and getting vaccinated? I mean, one will kill you. One will definitely kill you, but like, <laughs> that's a major difference. One is definitely it's a risk. Literally, doing the same thing is exposing yourself to the virus or the sickness. But like, bitch, you. I wish you would try to be in a room with somebody with measles. The fuck. I mean, I mean, I'm vaccinated, so we ain't got these problems around here. But like, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's all a gamble. <laughs> I mean. But imagine you're like, oh yeah, I'm good, and you're not good. 
So, I mean, do you, boo. You grow. Live your life. Live your Watch life. this movie Watch if this you want movie to. If you want to. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're a fan of Al Pacino, I say watch it. But yeah. actually, I feel like if you are a fan of Al Pacino, you've probably already seen it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Is there any, like, a movie, like, you would recommend? Like, if you watch this, you might also, like. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I said Widows last time, and that felt, that felt more appropriate for Set It Off. I don't know about this one. Um... I there's, there's plenty of like hostage movies out there. I'm just like not really. Usually they're not really my scene, to be honest. Yeah, I, I have, I don't really have any like movies that I think would really pair well with this particular movie. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we we watched set it off. So you know what's fucked up is that Denzel Washington seems to be like this seems to be his realm of genre. Like he needs to do a heist movie. He's done them no, not ta- not uh, not heist movies but hostage movies. I the, te- the Taking of Pelham One Two Three Inside Man. Don't like Denzel Washington. So what? I don't like him. You know I got that when you said that when I was listening to the episode back the other day and I was like because I mentioned Denzel and you're like ew and I was like what <laughs> but to I, hear it again to hear it being said straight out I you know I just I don't like Denzel Washington and I don't watch his movies I literally only like one of his movies which movie is that it's called The Mighty Quinn and it's one that I used to watch a lot when I was growing up like a lot, and I really love it. And that's it. I've never seen like. Oh, I used to watch Bone Collector. I mean, that's cool. But if you tell me Denzel Washington is in a movie, I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, I need to see it because Denzel Washington is in it. But I think that's like more of like a '90s thing, honestly. That was always like, because like when I watch, what is it? Is it is it Martin? Where Pam was always like. <gasps> i think that's like a traditional auntie reaction right because like even on like um a different world whitley had a denzel moment and then they had like a blooper reel where they like denzel literally showed up in like a fantasy scene and they didn't tell jasmine guy oh gosh (laughs) and she almost died Oh, you know what? I forgot he was in the Magnificent Seven. Cute. I don't know how I forgot that. He's like the main guy. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's not like a movie to watch in place of in place of Dog Day Afternoon. We really have no idea what you should watch in place of the movie. You can watch Guava Island now streaming on Amazon. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna stop playing. Okay, I'm gonna stop playing. Brittany watched it. That's why she's laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing because I didn't watch it. Brittany's gonna be like, "We're gonna watch Guava Island for <laughs> our next." We're gonna watch Guava Island for oh, our so next sorry, film. I'm 
so sorry, you guys. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Not I. <laughs> Not I. I won't be doing it. Um. <laughs> so, yeah. That was dog day afternoon. <laughs> I don't even know how we got into Denzel Washington, y'all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you derailed this time. Um. As always, thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. I promise that I won't, like, try to fight you. Wait, um, I remember the Titans. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those movies that they used to play um, when they just didn't want to teach us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Cool. Is that the one with Sunshine? That is the one with Sunshine. And Ryan Gosling? Yeah. Oh. um, Only not white people in this movie. (laughs) And Wood uh, Harris? Wood Harris is, yes. Wood Harris is there. Um, Donald Faison. uh, Some other people. Um, Yeah. I can't believe you've never seen that movie. Have I have. Movie? Yeah, I said oh, sunshine. No. I was like, wait the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Kip Pardue? Yeah, I know about sunshine. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> sunshine. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we we haven't really discussed, I guess, our next movie at all. Not yet. We, I mean, we have, but, uh, we'll see how that turns out. Okay. Should we break it down for the, should we break it down for the, the, the crew? Okay. What, what we're thinking. Okay. So we have been wanting to do Magic Mike Double XL for yeah. pretty much since we started the podcast, we we're like, we have to do it. Um, because we love that movie and we just don't know what to pair it with. And I'm thinking like, should we have a poll? Like, what should we do? Like, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Let's make it a poll. Let's see if someone will actually like talk to us and tell us what we should pair it with (laughs) and see what happens. And if you don't, then you will hear me talk about like what Guava Island now streaming on Amazon. <laughs> you guys, please, please, I don't want to talk about Guava Island just yet. <laughs> now streaming on Amazon. Bitch, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm so, I'm so tired. I'm terrified, y'all. I'm terrified. So, um, uh, yeah, maybe we'll do like a poll. I was thinking that. Um, and maybe I'll just edit this out. <laughs> I don't know. Depending on when we actually do the poll. Um, but we'll let y'all, we'll let you know, like we always do, um, which one we decide to do, because, I mean, not that we're running out of ideas, we just don't really know what to pair it with, that's not, like, weird. Like, cause, 
you guys sort of know how our brains work and you should know by now that my brain can be a very dark place so she you don't <laughs> me and then then got mad that i agreed to it because <laughs> <laughs> i was just playing and i didn't think you and would I was agree like, let's do it and then she was mad and so i don't know if we're doing it <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, by the time this episode comes out, I mean, we probably would have already, like, decided, but you never know. Um, but hopefully we'll figure out something soon. So we did end up running that poll, and the results are Magic Mike XXL paired with Girls Trip. So May should be full of fun, laughs, um, road trips, the Backstreet Boys, Jada Pinkett Smith's Pleasure Palace, uh, Kofi Sirabo's beautiful self. You know, it should be a great, great couple episodes. And we're looking forward to it. But yeah, so thank you again for listening. And I promise I won't, like, threaten to fight anybody this episode. Um, yeah, she, we got a little Aggie last. I don't know what was wrong with us. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was running on, like, a very little sleep. So I was like, go ahead fight the listeners because <laughs> we love you guys we really do like I'm we're like a little baby <laughs> we're a little baby podcast and we appreciate every last one of you um for listening to us and laughing with us especially if i say i look like beetlejuice in a 4c wig which is true by the way <laughs> It's I true. Who you were talking about? I was like, please don't tell me she's talking about Vivian A. Fox. It was me. I think I was talking about myself, oh my which God, is Vicky. true. <laughs> but yeah, like, feel free to tweet at us. Like, we see it, we laugh, and we love you. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be like. Don't be afraid of us. I mean, yeah, I threaten to fight you all the time, but I won't. I mean, <laughs> I'm afraid of jail, so I won't. So, you know. As we all should be. <laughs> we should be. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter at Black Girl Film Club, BLK Girl Film Club, or visit us, our website at blackgirlfilmclub.com. You can also listen to the show on iTunes, which you can rate and review which we would absolutely love. And you know what? You can also like recommend the podcast to a friend or your mom, your cousin, your play cousin, your neighbor, whoever. Granny. And you can Yeah. Actually, no, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. no 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 no, no. cuz like no. I don't don't be trying to sue me cuz your grandma had a heart attack when I was saying like <laughs> Hannibal eat ass or something, okay? Don't do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you can also listen to us on Spotify and SoundCloud. Mhm. So yeah, you can listen to us everywhere. Take us with you and give the gift of Black Girl Film Club. Yeah, we're really good um, for commutes, I've heard. <laughs> I oh, mean, Lord. You know, commute. We here for you. Pop us in. Just, you know. Yeah. We love you. We love you. Love you guys. All, All right. right. Anything else? Nope, that's it. All right, cool. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>